بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger this is to our children the Muslim children in the world we talked about the meaning of Tawheed and now we're going to talk about the person who raised the banner of Tawheed and called people for it or to it and that is our beloved Prophet and Messenger Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Before doing this We will talk about The land where he lived He lived in a place Called Jaziratul Arab The Arabian Peninsula And this is part of our world Water surrounds this land from three sides. The most important cities in this land is Mecca, the honored city of Mecca, and the city of Medina which is almost 400 kilometers towards the north it takes you about 4 hours drive between the two cities nowadays but it took them much much more to travel before because they traveled on Camels. Mecca was a valley. No people lived therein until Allah commanded, ordered our Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam to go there with his wife her name is Hajar and they had a son whose name is Ismail why there is a purpose Allah intended that from this place a message for all mankind will come at later times after Ibrahim and for people to live in such land 
they need things that help them to live and from that is water when Ibrahim and his wife Hajar and son Ismail came in this land her son Ismail became thirsty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped them by bringing for them a special water that since that time it is still coming out this water came from a well and the well's name is Zamzam this was an answer for the call which Ibrahim called Allah for when he left Hajar and her son in that land and he returned to Palestine this is mentioned in the Quran if you check with your parents you can come up to this verse in the Quran in chapter 14 and the verse number is 37 in this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about Ibrahim Rabbana inni askantu min zurriyati Rabbana inni askantu min dhurriyati O our Lord, I have made some of my offspring to dwell in uncultivable valley No food, no, no crops By your sacred house, the Kaaba In order, O oh our Lord, Rabbana liyuqimu salata faj'al af'idatan minal nasi tahwi ilayhim. In order, our Lord, that they may perform salah. So fill some hearts among men with love towards them. O oh Allah, provide them with fruit so that they may give thanks. So people started coming to this place until Mecca grew to be a major city. And when Ismail grew up, Allah commanded Ibrahim, his father, and Ismail when they met together at later times to raise the Kaaba. And they did. Also Ismail got married. And had many children. And from the children they had more children. Until people were or became tribes. 
And from the tribes, there was a famous one whose name is Quraysh. And our Prophet Muhammad came from this tribe, the tribe of Quraysh. For a long time, people in that place worshipped Allah because they were followers of the way of Ibrahim, our Prophet, the great Prophet Ibrahim salam. But with time, people started forgetting the way of Ibrahim and began to worship idols which they made from different things from stones, from dates, from trees but still there were some who kept on the way of Ibrahim the way of Tawheed but in the rest of the lands in Arabia people were worshipping the sun and the moon and the stars some used to worship fire and also some were Jews and some were Christians but they were not on the way of Ibrahim they were not believers true believers so people there in Mecca and around Mecca became tribes and each tribe was made up of families and the head of each tribe was considered someone to be listened to and obeyed so they were tribes and the head of each tribe was considered a man to be obeyed and listened and respected and the people from each tribe used to defend their tribes if someone would attack them they would stand up all defending the tribe and so they had a lot of wars between them also we know that the Arabs before Islam they had some good things they were known for being generous and to respect the neighbor and to fulfill the promises these were good things but they also had also bad things like drinking alcohol and many of them didn't like to have girls they will take the girl if she is born and dig in the sand and cover her alive our Prophet Muhammad was born in the tribe of Quraysh in Mecca on a day 
of Monday. And this Monday of the year 571, his grandfather, his name is Abdul Muttalib, when Muhammad was born, Abdul Muttalib was very happy and very pleased. He named him Muhammad. And Muhammad's father, his name is Abdullah. So the name of the Prophet now is Muhammad bin Abdullah, the son of Abdullah, the son of Abdul Muttalib, the son of Hashim from the tribe of Quraysh. His mother, her name is Amina bint Wahb. Amina bint Wahb, the daughter of Wahb, her father. The Prophet's father, Abdullah, was from the best youth in Mecca. After he married Amina, he went on a travel north to the land known as Bilad al-Sham. the land of Asham. Now it is Syria, Palestine, Lebanon, Jordan. All of these are known as Bilad al-Sham. On his way back, he became ill and he died. He died seven months before the Prophet ﷺ was born. So the Prophet ﷺ, when he was born, he was born as an orphan. Now check yourself. What is the name, the full name of Prophet Muhammad ﷺ? Did his father die before he was born? Who named him Muhammad? Who named him Muhammad? What's his mother's name? After the Prophet ﷺ birth, His mother breastfed him, he suckled her milk for some time. Then she gave him to a woman called Halim al-Sa'diya to suckle him. She took him to her house outside Mecca. 
and he stayed with her until he was four years of age and when he became six his mother Amina died who took care of him then the man who took took care of him is his grandfather Abdul Muttalib and Abdul Muttalib was very kind and he loved him so much and when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam reached eight years of age his grandfather died his grandfather Abdul Muttalib died who took care of him then afterwards his uncle whose name is Abu Talib his uncle Abu Talib took care of him also he cared so much for him and he loved him dearly when he was a boy he the Prophet used to go and work as a shepherd for the people in Mecca for little in return when he was 13 he went with his uncle to do some business trade the people in Mecca used to call him Al-Amin the trustworthy because he was and he spoke the truth in Mecca there was a rich woman an honored woman honorable woman her name Khadija the daughter of Khuwailid her name is Khadija Bintu Khuwailid the daughter of Khuwailid she heard a lot about Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam and his truthfulness and honesty so she trusted him to take care of her business and so he did and he took a caravan with all goods and he went north to Asham remember the land of Asham and he sold things and bought things and returned with a lot of wealth a lot of money a lot of profit she had a boy servant whose name is 
Maisara. Khadija had a boy servant who went with the Prophet وسلم, in this trade. When he came back, he told Khadija what he saw of the good things about Muhammad and his conduct and how people loved him so she really liked Muhammad and she wanted to marry him and so his uncle Abu Talib worked with Muhammad and Khadija to get married and so they did Khadija's age was 40 and Prophet Muhammad's age was then 25 years She lived with the Prophet وسلم, 25 years and she was the best of help and the best of partners in his life. So when he is twelve when he was twelve years, he was a shepherd. When he was fifteen, he went for trade. When he was 25, he got married to Khadija. From Khadija, he had six children. Two boys, one named Al-Qasim and the other Abdullah. But both died early. From the girls, he had Zainab Ruqayya Umm Kalthum and Fatima and he had a son whose name is Ibrahim from Maria Al-Qibtiya from Egypt and also Ibrahim died so only he had Ruqayya Zainab Umm Kalthum and Fatima they lived and became Muslims the Prophet ﷺ was a wise man one time when the people of Mecca differed amongst themselves when they saw that the building of Al-Kaaba became weak 
so they started to think about rebuilding it to make it stronger but they differed they differed because there was a special stone in the Kaaba called the black stone they differed who amongst these tribes would have the honor to put it in its place and they were almost ready to fight so they decided to make the following they said the first person who would come to their meeting he will be the judge to choose and the first who came then was Muhammad and he was 35 years of age so they said you remember they used to say about him that he was the trustworthy when they saw him coming they said this is Al-Amin this is the trustworthy man we accept him as a judge so they told him of their dispute and of their difference of what's going on and trouble between them so he ordered a piece of sheet a sheet of cloth and put it on the floor and he put the black stone in the middle and he said let each tribe take from one end of the sheet so they all carried the sheet and put the stone in its place and in this way they were all pleased and this tells you that he had وسلم, good wisdom all the people in Quraysh loved him and respected him but he was not pleased with something He didn't like what was going on when he saw his people worshipping idols and drinking alcohol and gambling. So he didn't mix with them a lot except that where he saw their could be good and benefit for all then he shared afterwards he started to be on his own and he took a place to think and to keep away from what he saw of the evil the evil worship and the bad things amongst his people he used to go to a mountain to the top of a mountain the mountain is called Hira a distance from Mecca 
he would spend one month each year contemplating, thinking and on the way of Ibrahim pure never worshipped an idol and one night on the 17th of Ramadan in the year 611 when he was 40 years of age on that night something that will change the history occurred the great angel whose name is Jibreel came down Allah sent him to him Jibreel hugged him three times and in each time he would tell him something to say and if you will go now to the Quran to chapter So she did 
and he told her what happened in the cave and how he was so frightened so Khadija comfort, confronted him comforted him calmed him and she spoke good things and took him to her cousin whose name is Waraka bin Nawfal who used to know of the stories of the prophets and told him what happened to Muhammad sallallahu and he comforted her and him and then he told her that he will be a prophet and that he, if he would be alive he would follow him so the moments that changed history began Allah ordered him now to call people to Islam but not openly Allah told him if you go to the Quran now go to chapter 74 verses 1 and 2 you will read what Allah told him يَا أَيُّهَا الْمُدَّثِّرِ قُمْ فَأَنْفَرْ O you who Muhammad enveloped wrapped up in garments arise and warn so the Prophet ﷺ obeyed the command the order of Allah and he started calling people in secret to Islam that they worship none but Allah that they should leave all this worship that they are giving to idols and these other things he began with his family and with his friends and the first was his wife Khadija may Allah be pleased with her she was the first to believe in Islam and her daughters as well and from the men the first to believe him was Abu Bakr As-Siddiq may Allah be pleased with him the first of men to believe in him was Abu Bakr As-Siddiq the truthful one and from the boys is his first cousin Ali bin Abi Talib may Allah be pleased with him and also Zayd bin Haritha may Allah be pleased with him the Prophet ﷺ continued to tell people to believe in Allah to be Muslims for three years 
and he used to meet with them in a house which is called Al-Arqam and this is the name of a person whose name is Al-Arqam Ibn Abi Al-Arqam they used to meet there those who accepted Islam then came the command from Allah to call the people openly in the open clearly if you go to chapter 15 and check verse 94 there you will read فاصبع بما تؤمر وأعرض عن المشركين therefore proclaim, call openly the message of Tawheed for people to come and worship none but Allah that which you are commanded and turn away from the mushriks mushriks those who are worshipping other than Allah disbelievers so the Prophet obeyed and he called for a meeting close to the Kaaba on a mount known as As-Safa and he told the people that he called them so that he tells them the message from Allah that you should leave all these idols that you worship and you should have worship only to Allah someone from the crowd stood up angry and told him woe to you you know who was this person this person was his uncle Abu Lahab Allah sent down one surah, one chapter about this Abu Lahab this chapter if you refer to if you go to the Quran it is easy to find it has these numbers 111 and let us read it تبت يدا أبي لهب وتب ما أغنى عنه ماله وما كسب سيصلى نارا ذات لهب perish the two hands of Abu Lahab the uncle and perish he he will destroy his wealth and his children will not benefit him he will be burned in a fire of blazing ferns flames and his wife too who carries wood they used to hear the Prophet put it in his way wood that has thorns and they used to slander him talk bad about him 
in her neck is a twisted rope of method palm fiber so the Prophet ﷺ called the people in the open out openly, clearly for 10 years during this time he suffered a lot of hurt and pain he and those who became Muslim with him they mocked at them they called him names they forgot that what they used to call him the trustworthy and everything they didn't leave anything that could hurt the Prophet ﷺ and the Muslims except they harshly did it to him and to them they used to mock at him say that he is crazy he is insane and they even called him as the people before in the other nations before with the other prophets before they called him Sahir magician the one who works with magic and they used to warn the people not to talk to him and they used to put the thorny trees and the like in his way or they bring the filth and put it on him while he was praying and the one who stood to defend him was his uncle Abu Talib what about the Muslims with him? The same thing. They tortured them. So that they wanted them to leave Islam. They used to put chains. And put them in chains and take them to the hot sand in the desert. In the middle of the day. And leave them there under the sun. Or they used to take the blocks of rocks, the heavy ones, and put that on their chests and whip them and smite them and even torture them with fire. And the Muslims were very patient. Because the Prophet ﷺ told them to be firm and hold in order to gain the pleasure of Allah and His reward in paradise. And from those Muslims who suffered a lot at the hands of these mushriks, these kafirs, the non-believers, from those Muslims, where Bilal bin Rabah Bilal bin Rabah and Ammar bin Yasir may Allah be pleased with all of them Bilal bin Rabah and Ammar bin Yasir the father of Ammar and his mother Sumayya died by this torture done by these mushriks, the disbelievers 
and they were the first shaheeds in Islam, martyrs in the cause of Allah. Too much pressure, too much torture. Here, the Prophet, the Messenger, Muhammad sallallahu ordered his companions to leave, to migrate to a land in Africa called Al-Habasha, Abyssinia. Now it is called Ethiopia. It's by the Horn of Africa, out of mercy, and to protect them from the harm caused by the mushriks, these kafirs, those who worshipped other than Allah. Why did the Prophet ﷺ, why did he choose this place? Because this country was ruled by a king. His name is An-Najashi. That's the, a king's name. He was a just he was a just ruler the Muslims began coming began, began to come to this land of Al-Habasha Abyssinia secretly not letting the people of Quraysh the Mushriks to know of that until their number reached hundred between men, women and children this king and Najashi honored them and treated them nicely and they were safe living in his land and when the Quraysh people knew of this protection that this king gave to the Muslims they became very angry they sent some people and they took they sent some people to this king and they tried to trick him they sent these people loaded with gifts to this king and told him to let these Muslims return to Mecca they told him that these were bad rebellion they invented a new religion but Allah made their plot fail why? how? The Najashi, this king, was a just man. So he asked the Muslims about their religion. And when they told him, he knew that this religion of Islam is the truth. And he believed in it. And he loved them. And honored them more. And saw these people from Quraysh, failed 
by the will of Allah. And they returned home empty-handed. No success. The number of Muslims began to grow day after day. And some of the leaders of Quraysh began to accept Islam. And from them is Hamza, the son of Abdul Muttalib. And from them is Umar ibn al-Khattab. So the mushriks became very angry. And they plotted against the family of the Prophet So they decided not to sell them anything, not to buy from them anything, not to let them marry from them, not to marry from them also. And they wrote all of this like a poster and they put it inside the Kaaba. The Prophet ﷺ and the Muslims were surrounded. This is called state of siege. Surrounded from all sides in their neighborhoods. For three years, they suffered a lot of hurt until they ate the leaves of trees. When some leaders of Quraysh saw that, they felt sympathetic. So they decided to tear this poster and take it out from the Kaaba. And the siege was over. And when the Prophet ﷺ left, the neighborhood, he continued to call for Islam. On that, or in that year, his uncle who defended him so strongly, died. Also, his wife Khadija died. And the Prophet ﷺ was very sad. That year was called the year of sorrow. The Kafirs, the Mushriks from Quraysh took this opportunity, took the opportunity of the death of his uncle who protected him and they transgressed more and more in hurting the Prophet but the Prophet ﷺ was very patient. He continued to call the people to Allah, to Tawheed. And he presented Islam to the tribes, to other than the tribe of Quraysh. But they increased their hurt to him at the same time. During these difficult moments, the Prophet ﷺ saw that he leaves to a close city called At-Ta'if. 
hoping to find some support. But only to find mockery and harm. So he returned to Mecca. And then furthermore presenting himself to the tribes which they used to come to Mecca to make the pilgrimage and call them to Islam. The tribes did not accept. Why? Because the Quraysh used to warn them to keep away from Muhammad They succeeded a lot but in the year the 11th year after the Prophet became a Prophet six people from the city of Medina contacted the Prophet and listened to what he was saying and they believed him and accepted Islam secretly fearing from the Quraysh people and when these men returned to their city they began to tell the people about Islam and what they saw from the good character of the Prophet and that Islam is true so they worked hard to spread Islam in the city of Medina and Alhamdulillah many people accepted Islam a year later Twelve people from Medina came and met the messenger in a place called Mina and on a spot called Al-Aqaba Al-Aqaba Al-Ula the first Aqaba and they gave a pledge to the Prophet to believe him and support him this pledge now became known as the pledge of Al-Aqab Al-Ula the name of the place when they returned he sent with them one of the companions his name is Mus'ab bin Umayr Mus'ab bin Umayr may Allah be pleased with him why? To teach them Quran and to teach them Islam. It took only one year. From that date, one year after that, great things happened in Medina. Many more people accepted Islam such that there was no house except there was one person or even more a Muslim in it and the next year after 
73 men and women from Medina came for Hajj and they met the Prophet ﷺ after the middle of the night in Mina so that they don't be seen by Quraysh and his uncle Al-Abbas was present and they gave the pledge of support and belief this is known as the second Aqaba the second pledge and they declared that they will defend the Prophet ﷺ in themselves and in their wealth and they told him that they welcome him if he comes to their city in Medina to be under their protection 